Are you ready to vibe? You're listening to Creepy Vibes Only. For God's sake, I hope this is working. <laughs> that was funny. What a journey. We have tried like eight different times. <sighs> we have prayed. We've cried. You would think. It's been a journey. You'd think by now we knew what we were doing. Yeah, it's been almost a year. <laughs> is this like, like, yeah, like it's, it's almost like our season two? I'm kind of. Kinda new year, new year, new us. Wow, season two. I same guess. bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> new year, same us, same bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> I fully am like on board with the whole like twenty twenty two like dash two. Yeah, like I I have no hopes. <laughs> Just more nonsense. Like, I feel like it's going to be a good year. I'm glad you think so. I mean, like, business-wise, it's been great. Totally. (laughs) Simple stunning events for all your coordination and rental needs. And now we're doing planning, too. Yeah, if you guys are having a wedding and you need someone, uh, Steph's your girl. I got you. Steph's got (laughs) you back. Um, Also, um, for, like, our podcast, I don't know what is happening, but we now have... I think 11 Twitter followers and we were stuck at five for the longest time. And today they just, they found us today. (laughs) Hey guys. Yeah. Twitter is really our like saddest. uh, I don't know how to Twitter and I'm the one running it. So that's, that's not. uh... I mostly just retweet things uh, (laughs) on my own personal. So I don't, I don't know either. (laughs) Twitter gurus send help. Yeah. Or if you just want to, like, watch a struggle. Yeah, that's also fun. Could be entertaining. But yeah. you could join the 11 people that are following us on Twitter. Yeah, we're double Actually digits. Actually, nine. Because we yeah. both follow. Okay, let's not take so. away from it, Steph. Um, <laughs> let's just spin it as positively as possible. <laughs> well, another positive thing. There we go. We're fucking, we got this. We now are now at... Mm-mm, 803 plays yeah on anchor which also we know under reports so yeah are, are hard to understand but exciting <laughs> times so see it's going great i know thanks guys all thanks to you <laughs> dear listeners yeah oh, lewis lie down chill out lewis is oh. like literally in my lap i'm sitting on my bed oh we're cozy Oh, good for me, Loesch. Yeah, you will hear him screaming at people because there's kids playing outside in front of her house. How dare they? And um, it's pissing my... Poor me, so. He deserves so much better. I know. So he oh, will shit. scream at us at one point. And it wouldn't be an episode of CVO without a dog screaming. No. It's, it's our trait. Let's be real. Or snoring. Or... <laughs> yodeling or whatever else they do yeah but, oh know. god 
so we survived oh did yeah 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 barely we are sorry that we've uh, abandoned you guys stuff was christmas very ill yeah so i obviously got covid and uh it really hit me (laughs) yeah it took me i was sick for like the 11 days and i think this week is the first week where I, like, can stay up for more than eight hours. I can taste things now. Oh, um, not just, like, really strong things? No, no. Now I, I can taste, like, sugary shit. So I'm That's back. Exciting. Yeah, I've been back binging chocolate. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I still, like, my taste is not fantastic. Well, not my taste, my smell. Which is weird, because usually they're connected. But yeah, I can... Um, I threw out so many bath bombs because I thought they were stale. Oh, and I didn't stop. realize that it was COVID. <laughs> oh my god, that sucks. So oh my I god, need I'm to so go out. <laughs> and I like smell like never like click. I was like smelling one, I'm like, oh, this one's stale, threw it out. Oh, this one's stale, threw it out. And I think I put like four in one bath just to like use them up. <laughs> <laughs> JK Rona. Your mom and dad must have been like, why does stuff smell like the entire Lush store? <laughs> well, we didn't see each other. She, like, my mom would take a stool and, like, talk to me on the, like, other side of the hallway, or she'd sit in stairs to talk to me. Aw, so oh. <laughs> She was the best. She brought me my food. Um, she, I would have not survived without Sills. And when she would bring me my food, she would always give me a little bun and then a pudding cup. So it felt like I was in the hospital. (laughs) Nurse Sill. Yeah. What a queen. I love that. That makes me so happy. Yeah. So we survived. We're back. We found our cursed episode as well. Yeah. I actually quite liked it. I hope you guys did too. Yes, it was good. It was worth the wait. Yeah. Krampus just had a lot in store for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was like, you want to talk about me? You must wait for me. <laughs> you must work for it. Uh, but we're back. Hopefully this will be our year. Yeah, it's I hope so. Our year. I'm claiming I it. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Manifest. I like came across this thing on TikTok because I, uh, even though I'm like a mid-millennial, I'm on the TikTok. Um, apparently if you want to manifest, which I do and don't believe in, um, you have to act as though you already have it. Yeah. Because I didn't know that. No? No, I don't know. I, hmm. you, you, you know me. Because that's how you claim it. If you doubt it, it's not coming to you. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. If you believe, you can achieve. <laughs> Anyways, I have a very different kind of setup for you today, stuff. <gasps> Excited. I forgot to look out for uh, creepy facts. I was I've... actually just about to ask, do you have a fact for me? I can like try to Google one right now. Yeah, I Okay, I so really I appreciate that. I have one. This is from BuzzFeed. Oh. <laughs> Your body will most likely make a loud groaning noise after you've already died. I did know that. It's gross. Yeah. Reminds me of agonal breathing. Uh-huh. So, creepy fact for you guys from a first aid perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people who are uh, dying and actively dying 
who sometimes can and can't be brought back, but that's neither here nor there, will do something called Mm -hmm. agonal breathing. And it makes it look like they're breathing and you'll see like their mouth will move and they'll have spasms, but that's, uh, it actually means that they're like closer to death. Gross. If you, um, if you are someone who likes this kind of stuff or finds it interesting, I guess is a better way to describe it. You can go on YouTube and search uh, Taka Bondi Rescue. Mm-hmm. And it actually shows a like phenomenal, um, it's a phenomenal example of CPR, even though it's not technique that we still use, it's not contemporary. But it does show you a patient who uh, displays agonal breathing, who does survive. Okay, fun. Um, and he's in pretty good shape. Yeah. Goodness. Is that the, like, my first... the um, lifeguarding Australian show? Yes, it is. My fave. I keep seeing just, like, snippets of it on Facebook, and I don't know where to actually watch it, because it's it looks very interesting. It's but. super fascinating. It's uh, Bondi <laughs> Beach is one of the most challenging beaches in the world to lifeguard. For those of you who yeah. don't know, lifeguarding is, an, is a huge component of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's one of the hardest beaches to lifeguard in the world. And it's some of the best trained uh, rescue specialists in the world. It's very hmm. cool. Yeah. Very fun. Look at us. Educational. It's called Factual being, and educational. <laughs> yeah. Diversifying our interests. So I'm on a list of like facts about death and I just, there's one that's very disgusting, but it will be for the next episode. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) It's gross. (laughs) Are you going first today or am I going first? Uh, Might as well go. Excited. You, I'm intrigued. Okay. So um, this is kind of a two-parter. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you just very in broad strokes about uh-huh. my favorite video games that I have played that one could consider creepy. Okay. And as I go through the list, you are going to, uh, I guess, just um, pick one. Okay. And you are going to choose which one I will go into greater detail on <gasps> in the Fun. next episode. And oh. that'll be one that I will force you to play with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you can pick whichever you want. They aren't all jump scare scary. Some of them um, are more like the context is creepy or there's like okay. an underlying dread. It's not all jump scares. Like I tried to choose like a pretty, um, like I tried to okay. have some variety in this. Okay. I'm also, for the listeners, I'm fantastic at video games. Stuff um, is good. Animal Crossing. <laughs> How many months did it take you to figure out the basic mechanics of Breath of the Wild? Uh, <laughs> when I first, so Emma got me, she, she got me to like Nintendo Switch and she bought me the Zelda game. And when I first started playing, I didn't know how to fight back. So I would just run away from the monsters <laughs> and I would <laughs> die all the time because I wouldn't run fast enough. <laughs> um, so it took me a while. But you're doing your best. Yeah, I try. <laughs> I just needed um, you to have it in a library. It's like, by some people, myself included, considered one of the greatest video games of all time. It's a lot of fun. It's just very hard. <laughs> Yes, and that's okay. That's it's hard <laughs> for a lot of folks. Okay, so let's get into it. Okay. So I've got a list of, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 
there's like one group that I'll kind of consider like one item, but uh, I digress. Okay. So the first one I actually spoke about in our very first episode, mm-hmm. uh, as it has Wendigos in it. And apparently okay. I didn't realize you shouldn't say their names because it attracts them. Oh, great. Here we are. Yeah. Again. Here we are. Um, I learned that from an Indigenous content creator. Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, so it's called Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. And this one I played, I played, I don't know how many times. Um, I would literally like park myself on Tim's couch with Keitha and we would play it and Keitha would scream. Because uh, <laughs> she is like you and doesn't love being terrified. Uh, Tim and I both have no soul. So uh, we thought it was great. Uh, okay. So the premise of Until Dawn is... Uh, and it's gonna be spoilers in this episode guys so spoilers sorry not sorry basic yeah we're not sorry (laughs) if we were sorry (laughs) we wouldn't do it um so basically uh there's two sisters and a brother and their parents own this like dope bougie rich person chalet up in the mountains i think in washington Okay. I could be wrong. Maybe Vermont, somewhere mountainous in the United States. And of course, it's Americans doing this nonsense. Yeah. Sorry, Americans. But you guys are always <laughs> doing it, doing nonsense. Um, and they're with their, like, group of friends. And it's made evident that, like, one of the sisters is kind of into one of the guys who has, like, big fuckboy energy. Okay. Like, he sucks. He's total fuckboy. <laughs> and he's i think dating one of the other girls hmm. but yeah this has, one of the love triangle well because he's a huge fuck boy and an asshole he and the other group of friends decide to play a prank on this girl and oh. make her think that he's into her oh no and they he like gets her to go up into his room and like basically hit on him and someone's recording <gasps> and they all like start laughing and jump out and she and it's nighttime she is like super upset understandably and she like runs out into the night okay uh so her sister is like what the fuck happened and the main i guess protagonist who is hayden played by hayden panettiere okay which is wild yeah um so like the sister goes chasing her other sister into the woods and they end up falling off a cliff oh shit yeah uh it's very sad uh they do actually kind of run off fall off the cliff because they like a like a figure with like a torch emerges from the woods. Oh. Uh, and yeah, not good. So a year later, the mm-hmm. group of friends gets invited back by the younger brother of the two girls, who's also played mm-hmm. by Rami Malik. Like it is a cast in this movie. Yeah. And he's like one of my favorite actors. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they go back and basically like one by one, I'm less like you're playing quite effectively and you have really good reflexes, they get killed off by a Bendigo. <gasps> yeah. And I'm not gonna okay. give away the ending because it's really cool. Okay. But yeah. So like mm. tons of jump scares. There's like an abandoned asylum. There's like some yes. indigenous lore. Like and it's spooky. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So that's one to consider. Okay. Next, please. So the next <laughs> is the legendary Silent Hill. So sounds, I don't actually know. Okay. 
<laughs> so broad strokes I'm not going to give as much detail for this one uh, okay. because there's so much that goes on with it Silent Hill as you guys probably know if you like video games like I do has like a massive series uh, my favorite that I played was Homecoming I don't think that that's like a general choice I don't even know that that's that good compared to the others but in Homecoming it's literally what it sounds like uh, you go back to your own town there's like this weird fog that's in everyone's missing there's monsters you go into asylums things try to kill you it's great okay. um, there was a movie spinoff uh, of the series that's quite famous too um, and basically this uh, mother and father their daughter is adopted mm-hmm. and she's from this town called Silent Hill and Silent Hill was abandoned because of a fire in the mines. Okay. So uh, one day their daughter goes missing. Oh. And I'm not going to give the full details as to how she goes missing because that's part of the story. But they go back to this town. They try to find the daughter. But when they're in the town, every once in a while, there's this like air raid siren that goes off. Like, you know, like a tornado siren kind of sound like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's really cacophonic. And suddenly there's like all this ash coming from the sky and everything kind of like Kate did you ever watch the Avengers stuff some of them did you see the one where they all turn into ash when they get like snapped no okay well they're not there yet something kind of similar happens with like the walls and stuff and it turns into this like grotesque place and then there's monsters that try to kill them it's very scary it's not as like it's like kind of gory and jump scary um but yeah, it's really good. The movie's really good. We should watch the movie regardless. Uh, how about now? Okay, uh, on to the next <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the next one is Dead Space. And Dead Space um, is a series as well. But for the purposes of this one, we're talking about the first one. Okay. So Dead Space. You are an engineer in outer space. Kind of obvious that it's in space given it's called Dead Space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you get uh, deployed to this ship that has uh, basically gone down. And they're not sure, like, what's gone down with it. Uh-huh. You get there. And it's pretty evident that something catastrophic has happened. So and you go back home and stay home. No, you can't leave. Ugh. And I know you're kind of trapped. So Ugh. you're on the ship. Actually, it's funny. I played this game with Bober and we were so into it. Like, it was so much fun. Uh, we played it for like years because there's like one, two, and three. But uh, anyway, okay. so you're this engineer and you're basically trying to restore the ship and like figure out what happened. But like somehow it seems like the crew has turned into these like horrifying aliens. Gross. And this is like jump scare city. It is one of the most like, jump scare filled games I've ever played. It's a great story, great graphics, super well done, super immersive. The voice acting is fun. The mechanics are smooth. But, like, it is spooky scary. And as the story continues into, like, the later uh, chapters, like, it really becomes this, like, conspiracy. And, like, things are happening deliberately. And it's so, so satisfying. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I will not choose that one to play. So Okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel like the next one is also uh, a bit of a stretch. The next one is Alien Isolation. Gross. So, okay, great. So, based on the <laughs> iconic Alien uh, franchise, um, <laughs> you're a crew member on a ship, and okay. you wake up, and everyone's, uh, not everyone, but, like, it's like shit has gone down. 
Mm-hmm. And a titular alien is evidently on the ship. So you are trying to survive the xenophage, which I recall is the name of the alien type. And again, it is Jump Scare City. It, it is hunting you in this game. It is listening for you. It is looking for you. And if it finds you and you're not able to get it off, it will kill you. And it is gory and it is scary. And like, it's one of the few ones that like I got scared playing by myself. So we're not going to play that one. Okay. So we're getting into, uh, actually, no, I'll do one more that I don't think you'll choose, but is also okay. iconic. And I feel like I would be remiss to not bring up. Also, can you hear Lewis streaming? No. Oh, wow. Okay. My Air- I'm on my AirPods today. I'm not on my Blue Yeti. I guess it's not the game. Uh... So the next one uh, is Five Nights at Freddy's. Gross. Okay. Are you familiar with this at all? Um, Like Freddy, the like scary person well, it's from Freddy movies? Is... No. So it's Freddy Fazbear and his crew. Oh, okay. So there is, this is a video game series and it is like hugely popular with other content creators on like YouTube and Twitch and other streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just talk about the first install- like installation in the series, but um, you're at Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, I think, in the first one. Okay. And you are a new security guard. And let me first say, this is like the worst setup um, situation, period. So Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, or whatever restaurant it is, mm-hmm. has these animatronics. And oh. these animatronics... Uh, basically become sentient at nighttime oh i remember is that the game where you watched me you like forced me to watch it yeah i think so uh okay and there's like that little bunny yeah well there's a bunny in it there's a there's the freddy fazbear there's chica there's a bunch of animatronics and they wander around the pizzeria at nighttime Mm -hmm. and you're the security guard and like my god you've not been prepared for this the game starts off, starts off with like a recording playing to you that basically explains that they're sentient and they really, you can't let them see you because they'll think that you are an animatronic that is out of its shell and they know that okay. that'll break them out. They're going to try and stuff you inside one of the other like non-mobile um, animatronics, which will effectively kill you because you'll be getting mm-hmm. smushed into just like electronics. So you're in your little security office and you only have so much battery and the battery oh. goes towards closing and opening doors. And every time, like whenever the door is closed, it drains it, the energy. Why in God's name, you can't just like close the door, like on a hinge is beyond me. Like, I don't know why this I guess <laughs> if they didn't, it wouldn't be, you know, there would be no point for the video. Yeah. yeah. And then there's cameras. So you can basically watch the animatronics like fucking around. <laughs> and wandering and like it's crazy because you switch from camera to camera to camera and like sometimes you go and like it's like one of them's like staring at you and it's like holy fuck or, like, <laughs> and in the room you're sitting in uh there's like the doors and then there's lights so you can only really see beyond the door frame if the light's on because it's these dark hallways so you'll turn a light on and one's like already fucking there staring at you Ugh. yeah jump scare city yes super like straightforward but like very jump scare ridden and from the video you made me watch it looked fun but i think the person playing it was getting on my nerves because the burden they're not like they're just very loud oh yeah you don't like loud it was it was one of my favorites markiplier who stuff yeah didn't like i love markiplier don't come for me come for stuff (laughs) it's just it was too i think i was i was close to the tv and with my like noise sensitivity it was just too much yeah 
for me. But that's okay. That's okay. Not for stuff. More for me. We could mute and caption. Yeah. There you go. Problem solved. (laughs) But it did look fun. It looks spooky, but it looks fun. So I think we're getting into ones that you might be more inclined to play. In fact, I have like, I already kind of know which one you would probably choose. (laughs) Um, So the first one of these ones that I think are more likely is, uh, and I'm actually going to do them in order of like, these are my three favorites. Okay. And these ones, um, like this one could have some jump scares. It's less jump scary. It's more like the context is very scary. Okay. So before I give you the title, I'm going to paint you a bit of a picture. Oh. So it's, you know, I think it's like the 40s or maybe the 30s or 20s. Anyways, mm-hmm. early on in like quintessential Americana, and an idealist named Frank Ryan has decided that he has had enough with life uh, as it is in the United States during this period. And he's like, I'm going to build a utopia under the sea. Oh. And Atlantis. Well, in this situation, it's called uh, Rapture. Okay. So it's this utopia under the sea where everyone is equal. And um, it's very, like, steampunk. It's very... Mm. um, It's very unnerving. And they get into this uh, enhancer, which is basically like a drug called Atom. And Atom can give you different abilities and you um yeah like i i'm sorry i'm just like thinking about it it's like it's such a cool game but basically mm-hmm. uh in this game you are on a plane okay and it starts off and you're flying through the air and your plane crashes <gasps> uh, in the ocean and you end up at a lighthouse and okay. at the lighthouse there is this thing called a bathysphere and it's okay. like this little sphere that is um amphibian so it could go underwater and you get in the mm-hmm. biosphere and it brings you down deeper and deeper and deeper into the ocean and you end up a rapture okay and you play this game as uh this man who's basically listening to uh i think it's frank ryan i could be wrong i could be using the wrong names but you're listening to someone on a radio and he'll give you instructions and he's there to help you to get through to somewhere safe because things have gone very wrong it is no longer a utopia it is obviously a dystopia mm-hmm. and there are these uh little girls who kind of look possessed running around and uh, they don't have these trust kids don't trust kids Mm-mm. and they have and then there's these uh things that are guarding them called big daddies oh, oh. and they look like <laughs> you know like those really like old school scuba diving suits that have like okay, the yeah, white yeah, yeah. porthole on them they look yeah. like gigantic versions of that but they have a drill as an arm and there's those and there's other monsters and the big daddies are protecting the little girls and uh you know like the voice and the thing say like will you kindly do this and he gives you instructions and you play through the entire city mm-hmm. and the underlying like classism issues and uh prejudices and the like fall from grace of the city is basically what you explore during it and it's fucking fascinating bioshock is one of the best it's a trilogy i don't know if there'll be a fourth one but it's one of the best trilogies i think that exist in video games and of course okay. yeah bioshock is what i'm talking about it's brilliant it goes through these really cool like social tones and 
uh it goes through like the like quantum physics like it's just fucking fascinating hmm I think it sounds interesting yeah Yeah. and it's it's so far it's my pick yeah Um. it's scary (laughs) for sure like not to like I mean I don't get scared playing it but like it's like it gives you this like incredible sense of dread okay it's really cool okay so my second favorite and again it's from another iconic series in video games um and before I get into it I'll also give you a bit of a word picture so picture this mm-hmm. it's the world war ii okay. and Japan has just been bombed into submission and in our world one of the great inventions to come world war ii was the microchip and that's why all of our electronics are so um small and compact and why we made such great strides with those but maybe in another timeline in another universe instead of going into microprocessing and things like that we continue to pursue atomic energy and even our cars are powered by atomic energy and everything our tvs everything came down to that mm-hmm. and in 2077 the world is still very almost 50s in its styling but again like now we have these robots called Mr. Handys that live in our houses and do our chores for us like little butlers and again our cars are powered by that but the world's supply of atomic energy has really caused some significant wars in fact Canada gets annexed in the great war between China and the United States oh no and in 2077 the bombs drop uh-oh. And the entire world goes into a nuclear apocalypse. Oh, shit. And this is the world we find ourselves in, in Fallout. Oh, no. It's amazing. You, in Fallout 3, are a vault dweller. You okay. are someone who was lucky because in the lead up to... Well, lucky is... We'll go through <laughs> that later. Before the war happened, a company called Vault Tech built hundreds of vaults throughout the United States and potentially around the world. We don't really know. So you are in one of the vaults and your father is a scientist in the vaults. Unfortunately, your mom dies during childbirth and you grow up within the vault. Uh, And your father leaves one day because he just does. You don't know why. So you go out into the apocalyptic wasteland, which is fortunately like the radiation levels are low enough that like people aren't mutating anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you go into the wasteland and so you begin your adventure and you deal with raiders and these people called ghouls and ghouls are the people who were unfortunate enough to be outside when the bombs dropped Uh-oh. and some ghouls, which are basically like zombies, um, maintained their humanity, but unfortunately like they have physical impacts. So they look like zombies. Okay. And then there's other ghouls, which have which are just mindless monsters now and are just killing machines hmm. and they're super mutants and there's mutated hmm. animals. And you're basically traversing the atomic wasteland, trying to find your dad and find out what happens. But as you go through, you find cannibals and super mutants and gross, the gross oh. and horrifying reality of vault tech and the other vaults. And it's a really cool, um, and there's like the Enclave and stuff that we'll, we would get into if we played it, because I don't want to give away too many spoilers. But um, it's a really cool uh, critique on like the 
impacts of nuclear war and resource fighting and elitism and racism like it's a really neat really neat series Hmm. and one of my favorites Hmm. it sounds disgusting (laughs) and scary it's not it's kind (laughs) of gross it is it's it's scary it's not like i don't find it frightening it really doesn't have much in the way of jump scares like any of the others like it's more monsters chasing you that is true you do have to deal with monsters yep and i'm not good at that (laughs) oh my god so the next one i actually think is the one that you're most likely to choose although okay i love that you chose bioshock i think it's a great option yeah as well and obviously i would be happy playing any of these because these are my favorites (laughs) so this is from what i consider the greatest video game series of all time okay and this game takes place right after link has just as the hero of time just saved hyrule from ganondorf's attempted takeover in ocarina of time okay and of course the game i'm talking about is the iconic majora's mask (gasps) so the game starts off with link and epona and nav well actually looking for navi the fairy who he spent all of ocarina of time with Mm -hmm. in the lost woods and suddenly out of nowhere um the skull kid who doesn't actually look like a skull he's just called skull kid (laughs) because he's a skull mask normally cool last name yeah super cool right (laughs) He knocks Link off Epona and steals Epona. So you go chasing him further into the woods and you find him as Link uh, in this huge tree. And Skull Kid uh, basically turns you into a Deku, which is like a little wood banam, and runs away. And he actually traps you in a room with one of his two fairy companions. Because the fairy hmm. companion was basically like protesting how like he was behaving, and she's like, "This is too much. This is too far." Okay. So you and the fairy companion get the door open, and you follow him further and further into this huge, massive tree. And through its winding chasms and deeper into this cave that it, the roots open up into, you find yourselves at the bottom of this clock tower. And hmm. in the clock tower, you find this man who if you play Ocarina of Time you'll be familiar with because he was in Clocktown named the Happy Mask Salesman and the Happy Mask Salesman is someone who traveled all around Hyrule and the surrounding areas um, basically selling masks and collecting masks and he tells you something terrifying the Skull Kid has stolen from him this thing called Majora's Mask and Majora's Mask is this cursed incredibly powerful object that could bring destruction to the entire world uh oh I know, big uh-oh. <laughs> so uh, he bequeaths you to please, 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 please get the mask back from the Skull Kid. And he'll, if you do so, he'll turn you back into a human from the Steku Scrub. So you have no choice but to agree, because what else are you going to do? Um, so you leave the clock tower and you find yourself in the world of Termina, which is a land adjacent, I guess, to Hyrule Kingdom. But all is not well in Termina when you look up at the sky you see the moon which has this horrifying look on its face is getting closer and closer and closer to the earth oh shit yeah big oh so you basically uh spend three days looking for the skull kid 
and you confront him on the top of the clock tower and you manage to get back from him this incredibly powerful artifact that Zelda gave you Mm -hmm. called the Ocarina of Time. And for those of you who played Ocarina of Time, you know, this is a magical instrument that can do all sorts of things, including control time. And as soon as you pick it up, you get this memory from Zelda saying that if anything happens, she's with you and that to play the song of time if you have to, and you do. And suddenly time starts rewinding and the moon, which was just crash into the world, destroying it, is no longer that close. And you find yourself standing at the entrance to the clock tower three days in the past. Oh. Time go back in, right? So you go back inside uh, to find the hack mess open, who actually told you that if you can get back the item that was stolen, or get, get back your ocarina, uh, you mm-hmm. can um, he can help you. So he turns you back into your human form. And... Okay he's devastated because you didn't get the mask back and you basically spend the rest of the game going through Termina which has gone through some really horrifying and scary things um repeating the same three days doing different to Mm. save the world and there's this like sense of urgency and dread because you know the moon's going to destroy the and throughout it you go through uh and you do different things with them and everyone's life has this like creepy and dread-filled undertone and it's really like it's it's so wonderful and I don't want to give too many things away because there's so much that if you guys haven't played this game yet I mean it came out in the 90s or no it came out in 2000 maybe but you guys really should play it it's incredible it's truly an achievement obviously guys it sounds know fun. If, yeah if you're gonna play this we're gonna play Ocarina of Time first which also has its own creepy things like the well and the shadow temple which i would go into later but um it's truly an achievement okay hmm. stuff. i'm torn <laughs> i like the uh, water one and then this one well we don't have i mean we do have a friendship that extends the test of time we can play all the <laughs> can we <laughs> okay well, let's start with the zelda one Okay, sounds good. Since I'm a pro at Zelda. We'll play Ocarina of Time first because it's important context. Okay. Um, and then we'll play Majora's Mask after. Okay, fun. Yeah. Just in time for lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Okay, which of the games do you think sounded scariest? Um, the water one for me. Or the yeah. fire one. Yeah. Silent Hill or yeah, water. Cool. I think you're gonna like it. I'm really excited. Okay. Me too. Yeah, so that was like what I was covering today. I was interesting for you guys. I love video games and I love think video games have like a creepy undertone. So if there are any that like maybe I missed you want me to talk about, please let me know. No, it was it's a fun subject. And I like that's not what we would typically cover. Yeah. We're giving you something unique. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we can do it all, ladies and gents and babies. Uh, alrighty. You ready? Timing-wise, are we good or we need to do another oh, no. one? No, we're all good because we're recording okay. remotely. Okay. I didn't. I don't remember the rules. That's okay. So for those of you <laughs> that are getting into podcasting, uh, it's, a, it's super fun. 
but B, if you're recording remotely with Anchor, which is what we use to capture our audio when we're not mm-hmm. together, um, mm-hmm. it has a half hour time limit in person, which is why we use Audacity when we're in person. But if you're going remotely, yeah. you have no time limit, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I think so. Very handy. Yeah. Yeah. Anchor is fun. Anchor is fun. <laughs> Thank you, Anchor. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, All righty. I have a uh we are going to republic dominican oh. for my story you're going Ooh. exotic um so i am covering Siguapas. Ooh, yeah uh so this is a dominican folklore um and Siguapas are nocturnal creatures that resemble small human females um but they're not human <laughs> you know i figured not uh so once you when if ever you do happen to see one uh you they would typically look they have these this dark brown skin or dark blue skin um long silky dark hair that covers their body which is usually always naked oh scandalous i know they're fun (laughs) flirtatious i love it um beautiful dark eyes and uh, one thing of note about Siguapas is their feet. Their feet are actually back- backwards. That would be a good tell that something is amiss. <laughs> uh, and on top of the feet not facing the right way, they don't speak like humans. So they communicate through vocalizations, like whining. Okay. So yeah uh so if you do see a siguapa unfortunately it is a symbol of death Uh oh so try not to see them (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and they will um normally they inhabit the mountains in republic dominican and they're in wooded areas um so siguapas are basically these beautiful um but cruel creatures and they really like to lure man to their deaths Oh, yeah. So basically, um, they they're known to hunt farmers and travelers in the wood at night. Um, so they would kind of let them see them, and then they'll the men obviously see this beautiful naked woman who's like, hey, 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 follow me, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, uh, and they end up following them. The second they get close enough to look into their eyes, they instantly become bewitched. And just will do whatever. Being mesmerized, they'll just do whatever. They'll follow um, the Siguapa to wherever she goes. And if the bewitching is necessary, because if you're close enough to see that her feet are not facing the right way, you're close enough to realize that something is wrong. So by bewitching them, they won't leave. Oh, God. Um, And Siguapas will appear to their chosen victim, they appear like the most beautiful thing to be on the face of the planet. But if you're not their chosen victim, they're horridly ugly. So they're the okay. nastiest thing you have ever seen. So they really only want to attract their chosen victim. Yeah. That's all that's all they do. So so they're basically like the sirens of the land. Okay. Does their name mean like so beautiful or I'm not sure. I can Google it. Isn't that Google. guapa was like pretty or yeah. beautiful yeah because your and your spanish is better than mine see guapa meaning um 
they don't really talk about the meaning from what I can like quickly see. That's okay. I was just curious. Yeah. It would make sense because guapa is beautiful. So yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Um, so one way that they get their victims is that they get their victims. So they appear to them, let them follow them and like by sight, follow them into the forest and then they tend to disappear. But the victims will start following their footsteps. Uh-oh. But as we remember, their feet are facing the wrong way. So that means that they follow footsteps where the creature didn't go. And then they just eventually get lost deep into the woods. Um, so by being lost in the woods, then they become isolated enough where the sequel can eventually uh, go into the getting their victim. The Siguapas will either... There's two types of fate you can get from meeting one and if you're their chosen victim option a they will have intercourse with you and then kill you nice yeah option b they will enslave you to meet their carnal needs from ever on until oh, wow. they are tired of you Death by and they will now. kill you after yeah so there are two ways if you do not want to be a victim but you want to capture one Okay. There is, well, not two ways. There's a one way to do it. So to capture Siguapa, you need to go while there's a full moon out. And you need to have a black and white polydactyl dog to track them. Okay. And once you, the dog, that's all I, from what I researched, that's all they said. <laughs> okay, get dog, so, dog with many toes. Perfect. Uh, and that's apparently the way to, to go about it. I don't know if it works. The, in the articles, it didn't say anything. It's just like, it's easy. It's like, ah, <laughs> uh, yes, you found that dog. Okay. Okay. Whatever you want. <laughs> go, go in the full moon, get that black and white polyactyl dog, and apparently they can track them. Jesus. Okay. Um, well, Lewis so... and Milo are out. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, um, so the legend of the Siguapa, the Siguapa uh, is basically used to teach children not to play in the woods and wander off on their own because if they do they'll go caught and finito jesus <laughs> also i feel like it like takes catfishing to the extreme i mean men could just leave them alone well yeah <laughs> obviously like, mind your business yeah don't follow women around don't that? follow naked women around in the forest yeah leave her be yeah she's probably a witch doing some chill stuff it's her choice yeah man <laughs> so that is the story of the sequapas i love it it's it's a fun it's one. creepy <laughs> imagine you like look down and you see like the feet being like Ugh. and get him sister gross Little backwards feeties yeah you wish you're the only man I would be okay with following me at nighttime. <laughs> Puppy boy. Yeah. Okay, I'm That's excited. What... I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. Just let me try the next one. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. I'm excited that we're back. We're at it. We caught it three guys. Back in action, bitches. Mm-hmm. We are also, um, so I am slowly putting our episodes onto YouTube. Yeah, you got a bunch of them, you? Yeah, I have episode one, two, four with the first keyboard campfire. Um, 
So we are going to start posting our stuff on there. Obviously, if you're listening to us not on YouTube, then this doesn't matter. But maybe you'll prefer yeah. to listen on YouTube. Uh, so we are there. Right now we're doing the like audiograms. But eventually to get the equipment to do it to record. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be like once Demo COVID one. calms down. Because going in person, remote, in person, remote is... Oh my god, it's hard. Hard work. (laughs) Yes. So that's happening. And what else? Ooh, you can now leave us a. uh, Well, rate us on Spotify. Yeah. So if. uh, Yeah. So basically, if you uh, any any podcast that you listen to, you can just go to their main page and you can click on the stars and obviously only give us five stars. Um, Where stuff will cry. Exactly. And I'll have to deal with it. (laughs) And so will Milo. Yes. Well, Milo doesn't care. That is true. <laughs> that is absolutely accurate. Milo's just doing what he wants. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, rate us on Spotify. Leave us a review on Apple. You can also leave us a review on Facebook, I believe. I think. I'm not sure. I think that, yeah, you can. Also, yeah. get it. tell a friend to listen to us. Yeah. Everyone shows us with one friend. You two can make a difference and <laughs> make us infect other people with our nonsense. Yeah, and go follow our Twitter so we can be more than 11. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. Get it together. Oh. Anyways. All right, guys. See you I next think- week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Creepy Vibes Only. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Creepy Vibes Only Podcast. And you can send us an email at cvopodcast at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen, download our episodes, and please leave us a review, ideally a really nice one. Thanks for vibing and keeping it creepy with us. We will see you next week. Bye!